Welcome to the Faith at Work podcast. I'm Pastor Jim Melvin. The messages of Faith at Work address spiritual, religious, and scriptural issues with practical value for your life at work or at home. I invite you to join me each week in exploring the questions which defy easy answers. What's the purpose of my life? Why is there so much suffering in the world? How can I become the best version of myself? We'll often be turning to scripture, other sources of religious wisdom, and the events of everyday life to help us in our spiritual quest. I try to relate without prejudice to people of all religious traditions and those who claim no religious allegiance at all. This week, I'm going to talk about how to care for yourself when someone near to you is suffering. Life is difficult. This is a great truth, one of the greatest truths. M. Scott Peck from The Road Less Traveled. I talked to my friend Lori the other day, whose sister is entering a new round of chemotherapy for a cancer that she's been fighting. The previous treatments have been difficult and have taken a toll on her sister's body. She has suffered so much through the course of treatment that her family asked her if she wanted to subject herself to more of the same. Her reply was, yes, I'm going to beat this thing. And Lori will support her in her decision. M. Scott Peck was right. Life is difficult. Life is difficult when things are going well. Life can seem downright impossible when disease or disasters strike. Life is certainly difficult for people whose lives revolve around attending daily medical appointments and fending off the side effects of drug regimens that may or may not slow or cure their disease. Life is also difficult for those who must stand helplessly by and watch someone they love suffer. Such is the case with Lori. She said, My sister's never out of my thoughts. Whenever I'm with her, I'm thinking about the things we can't do together like we used to. She has to sleep 90% of the time. Watching someone else suffer is its own kind of suffering with unique challenges. Empathy, the ability to feel someone else's pain, is an important part of what makes us human. But it can also be a curse since there is so much suffering constantly surrounding us. Here are some thoughts on how to deal with the difficulties of watching someone else suffer. Number one, show up. Woody Allen once said that 90% of life is just showing up. I'm pretty sure that somebody else said it before him. It's natural to want to avoid watching someone suffer. In 30 years as a pastor, I never got over the feeling of resistance to visiting people in the hospital. And in my case, it was my job to show up. Actually, it's all of our jobs to be present to our family and friends when they're sick or suffering. As hard as it may be to show up in bad times, dealing with the guilt of not showing up is harder. Number two, listen. Many years ago, at a training session for hospice caregivers, a member of our group asked our teacher, what do you say to someone who's dying? 
Her answer? As little as possible. Out of nervousness and our sense of impotence, we are often driven to talk, to provide answers to questions that haven't been asked. There are no magical words that we can bestow to make it all better. But it always helps to be quiet and listen. Listening is a sign of our willingness to share the pain and accompany someone in their journey, no matter how difficult. And that can help reduce suffering. Number three, accept difficulty. M. Scott Peck does not hang us out to dry when he says that life is difficult. He goes on to say, life is difficult. This is the great truth, one of the greatest truths. It is a great truth because once we see this truth, we transcend it. It does no good to deny the difficulties of life or to focus on their unfairness. Denial gives them more power. Think of difficulty or suffering as the starting point, and then you can begin to find ways through and beyond the suffering. For Christians, even when suffering leads to death, new and eternal life is promised. That's what hope is made of. Number four, forgive yourself. You know, you can't fix everything, and you may blame yourself when you can't. You may find yourself bearing a greater and greater burden of guilt for your failures. That's when you need to administer a little dose of self-forgiveness. You might try saying this little prayer, even if you're not religious. Lord, I'm a humble human being. Forgive me when I pretend to be God. Number five, care for yourself. I can't count how many times I've seen caregivers get sick or even die before the person they're caring for. This is particularly true for spouses and children of people suffering from Alzheimer's disease. When you take on the suffering of another, your psyche, your spirit, and your immune system are being taxed too. Despite what I said about showing up, allow yourself sometimes not to be present. Get some rest and eat well when you're being called upon to be a caregiver. Most importantly, find someone who is willing to listen to you. You need to be cared for, too. Sure, life is difficult. This is one of the greatest truths. But life is also beautiful. And that is the greatest truth of all. Thank you for joining me. I hope you'll stop back again. May God bless you in your work, in your play, when you're at home, and when you're away. You are loved and you matter. And remember, when you take care of others, take care of yourself too.